God every praise. Hallelujah. 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 Let's go, church. Come on, everybody, clap those hands. Let's go home. Hallelujah. Glory to his name, his precious name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ah, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You ever get to a place where you just simply don't know what to say in the spirit? Just You just sense the spirit in the place. And I know there's protocol that we do in church, and but but... I got to ask somebody to do something for me. And I put her on the spot a lot. 
Princess, <laughs> can you do me a favor? Can you say welcome for me, please? Can you say welcome for me? Welcome into this place. <sighs> because I don't ever want to miss the opportunity for God to just be ushered into the building, into the atmosphere, not even just the building, but into each and every last one of our hearts. I wish I could sing it because I wouldn't be asking you to do it, but, but I, God didn't grace me to sing. <laughs>
Hallelujah. 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 Lord, you are welcome into this place. Hallelujah. 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 Pastor Ebony, I know you you flow in the prophetic, and, and I just sense something getting ready to shift around here. Pastor Willie, I know you flow with the apostolic anointing, and there is something that's going to shift today, not just here at Liberty, but in both of our, situ both of our cities, in, in both of these regions, and God is getting ready to do something amazing. So I just needed us to know. We just say, welcome, Lord. Welcome, Lord. Welcome. 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 Hallelujah. Welcome. Hallelujah. Welcome. Deliverance happens when you welcome them in. The Bible says this, that, lo, I stand at the doorway and knock, and if any man open up the door, I'll come in and sup with him. I'll get personal with him. I'll get dignant with him. I'll find out things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Once again, if you can take your seats in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Mm. Glory to God. Glory to God. Mm. Ah, Jesus. I told you sometimes I just don't know what to say. forward. I'm going to try. <laughs> ah, Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. In the book of Mark, and I'm going to move out the way after this. In the book of Mark, the second chapter, and I taught on Bible study about this. 
Jesus, there's scripture that talks about when the four men brought the paralyzed man to Jesus. But there's something deliberate in that scripture. The Bible said when Jesus, that people were standing outside. But there were four men who had a friend that could not get to him themselves. They tore open the roof. They tore open the roof so their friend could get healed. They tore open the roof so their friend could be set free. They tore open the roof not for their own needs, but for the friend that was paralyzed, get this, in sin. The first thing Jesus healed him from, Pastor Willie, was from his sin. He said, "Your sin, you are, you are set free. You are healed from your sin even before he got it, told him to get up and take his mat. Too often we have been paralyzed with our sin and haven't gotten to that place where somebody took us there and, said, and heard Jesus say, your sin's have been forgiven. I don't know who I just said that to, but it was in my spirit. Once again, <laughs> welcome to liberty. Welcome to liberty. As we celebrate our second anniversary, I got probably three quick things to say. The first thing is, once again, I am so honored that vi that vision Impact Center decided to worship with us today. Amen. My brother, Pastor Willie, amen. I don't use that term lightly when I say brother. And I'm, I'm going to just give this. It's funny because our paths should have crossed a long time before ministry, but God had a divine order and a purpose for when our paths did cross. And I say that because both him and I have a love for Go-Go. Amen. I, I think y'all should know that by now. <laughs> but this was the crazy thing. When I talked to him when I came over to Vision, we talked about a band that we used to play for. And it's amazing that the band he stopped playing for, a week later I started playing for. <laughs> God had us in the same atmosphere to cause the change that we caused while we were there. Mm. And not knowing even that connection was there, but God was beginning to develop bonds right then. And since then, like I said, for the last two years, I've been watching Pastor Willie, and I've been watching Vision, and I remember when God spoke to me earlier last year and said, it's not just about liberty, but there are people, men and women, after God's own heart that I'm going to connect you with for the bigger assignment in the earth. Then I found out Pastor Ebony. <laughs> Pastor Ebony and I were connected with our former pastor, <laughs> Bishop Dennis, once again. She was there, 
she had left, and I went into, I went into uh, to be covered by Bishop Dennis. Amen? So God was connecting this and divinely orchestrating this long before we knew. They have a wonderful marriage. They have two wonderful sons. They're an on-fire couple, amen? I can't even... He has an apostolic anointing. She has a prophetic anointing. She sings. They nurture. They develop. They have a wonderful ministry in Temple Hills. And just like I said last year, everybody can't pack into liberty. So when... When I put up posts and I say, if you can't make it to Liberty Sunday morning, visit my brother in Temple Hills. I truly mean that because I have a, a discernment to know the men and women of God that aren't about a bunch of mess. Yeah. And so I just said that because when, we were, when I was putting together our anniversary month, I said, God, who will set the house in order to carry us through the month? Who will set the direction for us for the rest of this month? And he said, have you forgotten? He said, Pastor Willie over there at Vision. It's a reason they're named Vision. He said, the direction I gave you, the mandate that you're rooted to grow, but to be rooted to grow, you have to have vision. Somebody missed it. And he said, so to start off, if you're setting the house in order, if you're setting the house in a direction, and you want to make sure what's been rooted grows the proper way, bring the vision. Maybe that just made me happy. <laughs> but he said, bring the vision. And so when he said, bring the vision, he said, call Pastor Willie. And Pastor Willie gracefully accepted and I said, don't just come by yourself, Pastor Willie. I said, bring vision with you. I, I haven't seen them. One thing I know about vision, y'all worship. <laughs> I know they praise. I know they will, Jesus. I know they will get into the presence of God and don't care who around. And sometimes you need that oil to fall in the house where you reside. So I need, so, so, so I'm so gracious that vision is here. I'm even gracious the way vision sat because the oil flows from the top down. Amen. So, so that's our first week and, 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 and it's our offering time. <laughs> I don't even know how to flow into this. I'm <laughs> it's our offering time here at Liberty because I'm not. I'm not so big always on offering. And matter of fact, I'm even going to hold that off until the end of service today. Amen. It's just in my spirit to hold off to the end of service. So y'all just hold off. Don't forget we can sow, but y'all just hold off. Amen. So I'm, I'm ready to get out the way and let God use Pastor Willie. So I'm just going to ask our worship team to come back and, and, and give us another selection. And then... The next voice that you'll hear is none other than that of Pastor Willie Spade. Amen. 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 Let's give him, let's give the worship team another hand of a prayer.
chorus one more time. Say, God is the joy. God is the joy and the strength of my life. He moves all pain, misery, and strife. He promised to keep me and never to leave me. He's never, ever come short of his word. I have to fast and pray. Stay in the narrow way. I keep my life clean every day. I want to go with him when he comes back. I've gone too far and I'll never turn back. Shine. in the book, he still stood in as my all in all. And he proved himself again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have your seats. We give the Lord a, a, a great a great praise on, the, on this evening. Hallelujah. 
and we um, like to honor the man of God here at Liberty, Pastor Thomas Brockenbury II. Yes, great man of God and his staff. Hallelujah. We like to honor the musicians on the day. God bless you all. Amen. Anointed musicians, anointed minstrels, <clears throat> minstrels with the sound of the Father, minstrels, minstrels, minstrels that have a unique sound. Amen. Amen. And, and as a as a minstrel myself, you know, I um, as a minstrel myself, I've had to. Identify sounds of the kingdom. Hallelujah, because every churchy sound is not a sound of the kingdom. It's just a churchy sound. It's just a sound to stroke emotions. It's just a sound to get you to dance. But there's a kingdom sound where when the sound is, 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 is when the sound is heard by the Father, hallelujah, he it, it, it's, it's almost like he comes down in the sound. Yeah, he, it's, it's, like he, it's like he comes down in the sound and the people's hearts are filled with joy and his presence is felt, not only their emotions. Let me say it like this. You don't only get the chills down your spine. Hallelujah. But the prophet the Jeremiah said, it felt like fire shut up in my bones. Hallelujah. And when the minstrel plays that sound, Hallelujah. When the minstrel plays that sound, that unique sound, that heavenly sound, I can feel the Holy Spirit in a whole nother kind of way than when that sound is not present. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, y'all. Y'all know y'all go on Facebook and y'all hear a bunch of sounds. You hear a bunch of music. And that's all you hear is just music. You know, um, uh, I, I, I say it like this. I say it like this, and I'll jump off of this. But in music, there are producers, right? There are creators of music, creators of sound. And then there are copycats. There are mimic, those that just mimic the sound that they heard. And that just, re they, they're not saying that they're not skilled, but they just reproduce the sound that they heard. And today what I hear in this, these musicians, I hear producers and I hear creators. I hear producers and I hear creators. Hallelujah. So, so keep playing the sound of the kingdom. Keep playing that sound, that different sound that's in your ear that makes no musical theology sense. Keep putting it together and watch God do a mighty work in it. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Did I, did I do all the protocol things, Pastor E? Amen. Um, I would like to uh, thank Vision Impact Center for joining us today. Uh, this is, this is um, I only uh, go out maybe twice a year or so like that. Amen. Because um, just, just the way um, God has called me into the kingdom. Amen. And I thank Pastor Brockbury for inviting us here to his home at Liberty. Amen, amen, and thank you for this opportunity to worship with you all. Amen, amen. You know, um, planted, rooted to grow, <laughs> rooted to grow is, 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 is such um, 
a profound statement because, um, you know, we live in a world where they tell you that uh, if you don't like where that church with, that you are in or if you, if you don't like that place where you're in, just move. Just go somewhere else, right? Just change. Just uproot yourself and go somewhere else. But you never grow because you never get planted. So the word that you re the word that you receive is a right now word for the children of God, for the kingdom of God, for people in the kingdom to get rooted where they are and grow where they are. Hallelujah. It's a right now word. And we are here rooted where God has placed us. God will place you in good soil. He will place you in good soil to grow right where you are. Amen. And then it's not to grow for our own selfish needs. Oh, I'm here because I, I want to be the next pastor. Oh, I'm here because I, I, I've been called to an office and I got to be here in, in order to, uh, in, in order to, let me, I'm going to get in trouble, but I, I got to be here in order to uh, explore this office. And then the next time, and then the next thing you know, when you don't appoint them there, they gone. All, all, all of a sudden, you were sent, but now all of a sudden, you gone. You don't grow. You don't grow. What you are, you are a wild plant. You are a wild plant. You, are, you become a weed. And you become, and, and you get to the point where you start to strangle others that you come in contact with because they start agreeing with your walk. They start agreeing with your journey. They start agreeing with your mess. And you never grow. Amen. And so you you root it. But I, I want to get here. I want to get here today. I want to get here today and I want to encourage you. My um my assignment, my my assignment in 2021 is to um and what we're finding out my assignment is to 2021 is to be, is to be the royal priest that God has set us out to be. Hallelujah. So we started a, a, a series on the priesthood and being the chosen generation, being the elected generation, that you are the elected of Christ. Hallelujah. And there's an assignment, there's a responsibility that we have as the elected of Christ. Hallelujah. So I won't be before you long, uh, but one of these assignments in 2021 in this election is to bring revival back in the house. Yeah. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody just shout, revival is in the house. Come on, shout it again. Revival is in the house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Revival is in the house. And so, um, you know, why do we need revival again? Why, why, you know, it seems like every year we get to this point where we, we always need a revival. And no, I'm not, I'm not talking about a three-day service. <laughs> I'm not talking about a week-long service. That's not the revival I'm talking about. I'm talking about the revival of God's full presence in its fullness in our houses again, in our church houses, in our homes, where we work, where we live, where we play. In every aspect of life, I need revival in the house. Hallelujah. I, I, I can't go again without the presence of God. I can't afford to do it. 
I, I can't even be in my car. I can't even drive in my car without the presence of God being there. I need him in every area of my life. Revival needs to be in the house again. Hallelujah. So our assignment, our, our assignment this year, our assignment, part of our assignment this year is to bring revival back in the house of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and, and this revival will drive us into a deeper relationship with God. It's going to drive us into a deeper place in God. It's going to drive us into a place in God uh, uh, where it, the, the Bible talks about uh, uh, ankle high water. And then it talks about rivers in the, that are knee high. And then it talks about rivers that you swim in, you begin to swim in. Well, this revival is going to take us into uh, deep waters where we're going to begin to swim in again. Hallelujah. Come on, deep waters where, where remember when you used to prophesy and it used to come to pass? But now you prophesy, no, you prophesy now, and it seems like your prophecies have dried up. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, you kind of like just prophesy and just walk away because you're not even sure if it's going to come to pass. But this time, this year, this 2021, this revival is that you're going to prophesy and you're going to see the results of what you say out of your mouth. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, say 2021. I'm going to see the results of what come out of my mouth because God said it. Yeah, because God said it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, 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 so as we, as we move a little further, so this revival is going to bring forth a deeper revelation, deeper revelation and relationship with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so, you know, when, I, when we bring forth the word as, as ministers and as preachers, when we bring forth the word, the word is to get you closer to God. It's to, it, it's, the word is to uh, uh, get you into a deeper relationship with God. It's to help instruct you into a deeper relationship and a deeper knowledge of God. That's why pastor is, is on Facebook preaching and teaching like he does. I catch some of his sermons. Amen. And it pulls us into a deeper relationship but you are ultimately responsible for worship. Hallelujah. Your, your pastor, the worship leaders, everybody that stand up front, they're not responsible for your worship. <laughs> your worship is your responsibility. Hallelujah. Your worship is the, is the responsibility of the individual, of the individual worship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, 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 and so no more do we say, no more, I'm going everywhere here, but no more should we sit up here and say, oh, the worship team is dry. No more should we say, oh, that church is dry without evaluating ourselves. Am I dry? Is something in me dry? Is something in, in me that's not right right now that's going to take, that's taking me out of the presence of God? Because if I'm okay, if, I, if I'm right with God, I ain't worried about who's dry or who's not dry. Hallelujah. 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 I'm concerned about myself. It's this worship and this praise that I'm concerned with. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So revival in the house first have to come by revival in me first. Yeah. This revival has to start with me. 
This revival ain't starting with churches. This revival ain't starting when T.D. Jakes come to town the next time. This revival ain't starting with, uh, with, with all the bishops of the, of, 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 of the bishopric and everything. It ain't starting when they come to town. This revival starts with us individually. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's where the revival starts. That's where the fire starts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nothing against the bishopric. Don't get me wrong. Hallelujah. But I, sometimes I, I've seen now in this time where we put so much emphasis on the men and the women of God where we have taken the responsibility from off ourselves to live out the life of, priest, of a priestly living. Hallelujah. The Bible, the Bible says in Timothy, it says you are a royal priesthood. It says you are a chosen generation. It says you are. Not only them, but you are. And so, um, so, so, so our, assignment, my, our assignment is to help bring this generation into knowing the responsibility of this generation. Hallelujah. You know, and we, we, we spent enough time, uh, uh, you know, in, in the go-go and stuff like that and, and, and trying to play uh, music and hip-hop and all this other stuff. We spent enough time trying to promote uh, the, the darkness that we were involved in. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, 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 we promoted that mess. We did. We did. We did. Club, club after club. Wh whether they were shooting or not, we were still back in there. As long as they ain't shoot me or my band members, we going back the next night to play this music. We going to get it in. <laughs> Y'all, wow. <laughs> but, we, but we did enough to promote this kind of darkness that now, like Pastor Thomas says, that now God has brought us into his marvelous light where we now have identified ourselves with the Father himself to bring about a change in this generation that is needed. The same generation that we helped mess up, now it's the same generation that we are called to come and help save. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the same generations, the, the same generation, you know, it trips me out. I'm going on a rant here, but it, it trips me out when I see uh, groups like NWA and stuff. Now that they're old now, now they want to act like they got sense. But when, they, when we were coming up, it was bang, bang, shoot up everybody, shoot the police, and do everything else. Now, and now NWA is about, they want to have a black con a contract with black America, you know? And, and, and so, and, and so what, what's that to say is that now it's our time to lead the generation that we should have led years ago. Yeah, it's, it's our time now. It's our time because if we don't, Cardi B is going to lead them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, 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 if we don't lead the generation, if we don't lead the generation, love and hip-hop is going to lead them. If we don't lead them, we are leaving them in the hands of people that don't love God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we are the chosen generation. We are the chosen generation. The reason that we are seeing some of the calamity that we are seeing now, like we saw last Wednesday, because it's a generation without a leader. Yeah, yeah, it's a generation. It's not, it's not only a white and black thing. 
it's not only a white, but it's also a generational thing. And this generation has no godly leaders. No matter how much God they say they have, this generation has no godly leaders. What we have is leaders that are, that are led by agendas that are not kingdom-like. You are called to lead the kingdom's agenda in this generation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That responsibility is every one of us that's in this house and that's looking on this video and that will see this video. That is your responsibility. That is our responsibility. That is our gift to this generation is to lead them back to God. Hallelujah. So if you run with me to 2 Samuel 6 and 12. Hallelujah. 2 Samuel 6 and 12. Revival is in the house. Revival is in the house. The sound is in the house. The Lord is here. The presence of the Lord is here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 6 and 12 says, it reads, uh, now it was told King David saying, the Lord has blessed the house of Obed-Edom. Mm. The Lord has blessed the house of Obed-Edom and all that belongs to him because of the ark. Or let me say it like this, or because of the presence of God. <laughs> so David... So David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Obed-Edom to the city of David with gladness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Y'all know this text. I'm sure y'all know this text. Some of y'all know this text. But it's a story of the ark of the covenant uh, being somewhere else away from David. And David went, David and his men, they went to go get the Ark of the Covenant because they heard that the Ark of the Covenant was at in Obed-Edom's house and they heard that Obed-Edom well no 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 let me say it. no 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 let me go back let me go back let me go back the Ark of the Covenant was actually somewhere else <laughs> okay and David and his crew went to go get the Ark of the Covenant from out of one place to bring it to the city of David, right? However, uh, in the scriptures, uh, uh, you can read it on your own time. Uh, we're not going to take time to read it all here, but trust me when I say it, please. Um, <laughs> but, but when they went to go get the Ark of the Covenant, uh, there was a guy by the name of uh, Uzziah, was it? Uzziah? Yeah, Uz Uzziah who... When the so the so they bringing the ark down and I'm around a six or so, I'm around six, and, and it says so let's let's read um, let's read five real quick. Then David and all of the house of Israel played music before the Lord. Okay, so they they having a big fanfare because they going to get the ark. So they they having a good time. They shouting. They dancing. They they, they playing your favorite worship song. I don't know. We don't know what the music is, but they playing. And they play music before the Lord on all kinds of instruments of firwood, on harps, on string instruments, on tambourines, on sistrums, and on cymbals. So David got his whole band out there, 
and they are celebrating because they're bringing the presence of the Lord to the city of David. However, now here comes some uh, exposure. Because it says, and when they came to Nashon's threshing floor, Uzziah put out his hand to the ark of God and took hold of it for the oxen stumbled. The oxen stumbled. That which was carrying the presence of God, God allowed it to stumble and drop his presence. God allowed this to happen. God, why did you allow this to happen? Why did you allow the oxen to stumble? Why did, if it was today, it would be like the, the Ark of the Covenant is in a big hearse. And the hearse, and the, and the tire blew out and it ended up in the, in the, in the, in the ditch somewhere. I got to talk to my kids. My kids have no idea what the oxen is. Uh, <laughs> uh, eh. And, 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 but before the, the car can go into the ditch, uh, somebody would try to save the car from going into the ditch. And Uzziah put out his hands to stop the stumbling, also to stop the presence of God from falling, and he died. He died. Why? Because he died because he was so callous. There was no honor with them carrying the presence of God. They did all of this religious stuff and there was no honor in the religious stuff that they were doing. When we are in this time and age for revival to come, we have to, we have to erase all the religious stuff. Hallelujah. God ain't coming back for a religion. He's coming back for us. He's coming back for you. He's coming back for a real you that's spiritually in touch with him. Hallelujah. He ain't coming back. He ain't coming back just because you play your worship songs while you cleaning your house. He ain't coming back for your religion. But he's coming back for your relationship with him. He's coming, yes, he's coming back for his covenant with us. That's why he's coming back. And so when so, so, so talking about revival in a house, you know, on their way to bring the presence of the Lord to their house because they, this was revival coming. David knew that when I, when I bring this into our house, we're going to, some things are going to happen that never happened before. Revival is going to take place here. And here it comes. However, he went there, he, he, he carried the ark. They carried the ark with the wrong intentions. They carried the ark with the wrong intentions. And so because the oxen stumbled and because a, a man died, David knew that, okay, something got to change. So they left the ark at Obed-Edom's house where Obed-Edom was blessed because of the ark of the covenant was there. His house and everything in his house was blessed for three months while it was there. For three months while it was there. Hallelujah. But we need more than a three-month revival. We need more than a three-year revival. We need a revival that's going to be consistent and stay with us. 
Hallelujah. 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 We, we, we need a continuous revival. Hallelujah. We, we need to make sure that we don't lose the ark again. We got to make sure that we don't lose his presence again. Hallelujah. Once we recognize and open our eyes that, Lord, your presence is here, I'm going to make sure I don't lose it again. Hallelujah. Because I, I need more than three months with you, Lord. Hallelujah. I need more than three years, Lord. I need eternity with you. Hallelujah. So I got to make sure that my, my life is a life that honors the Lord of eternity. Hallelujah. 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 So they stood here and they, and they allowed the ark to be in Obed-Edom's house for three whole months. Then David, uh, so 14 says then, uh, let's see, let's see, let's, let's move a little further. And so David had to change his plans. David had to change his plans on how he ushered in the presence of God. And it says, so David, verse, uh, I can't, 13, I'm around 13. So David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Odeb Edom to the city of David with gladness now right? So see, see, now his dispensation changed, so now he's doing it with gladness, right? And so it was when, when those hearing the ark of the Lord had gone six paces that he sacrificed oxen and fatted sheep. That means he gave up something to have the, to have the uh, presence of God. Hallelujah. He, he gave up, you know, fatted sheep are the sheep that you were like, uh, you know, I, I went to Africa. I always, Africa taught me a lot when I went to Africa. Africa taught me a lot. Man, y'all, we got it so good here in the city. It, it's crazy. Like, like, in, like in Africa, um, in Kenya, the part of Kenya I went to, their six and seven-year-olds are tending sheep. I mean, I actually saw kids tending sheep with the rods and, and, and things like that. I mean, it was truly amazing to me. And, um, and so... And so when the Bible now talks about the fattest sheep, I now have, have a visual because the fattest sheep are the ones that, that graze good and that's good meat for me to eat. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, if it was a cow, that means it would be the big piece of steak. <laughs> you know, if it was a chicken, that means it would be the biggest wing or the biggest breast, you know. And, and so the, for them to sacrifice the fattest sheep, that means that they were taking food off their table to give to God for his presence. They were sacrificing out of themselves to have the presence of God. See, see, their demeanor changed. They didn't do this the first time around. The first time around, they, was just, they, they just callously went and got it. The first time around, they were just going to bring it in. But this time around, to have revival in the house, they had to do some things different. To have revival in our houses, we're going to have to do some things differently. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To have revival in our houses, uh, uh, we're going to have to start leaving the house, uh, intentionally leaving, not leaving our house before we pray. Intentionally. Hallelujah. Intentionally, we're going to have to change how we do some things in our own homes. We just came off of... Uh, we just came off a seven-day seven liquid fast. And what it showed me that 
I'm going to have to change some things for the presence of God after I come off this. I can't go back to the way things used to be. I can't go back to the way things used to be. My, 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 my body is now responding different to different chemicals being put in my body now. Hallelujah. I, I, I came off a juicing fast, and today we broke the fast. I had chicken wings. I, <laughs> uh, what, what was that noodle? What was that? We had seafood salad. Um, we had some other type of macaron, collard greens. And my body is responding different now because I haven't had that stuff in a week now. So that means, you know what? Really can't go back to some of the stuff. I won't go back. I can't go back. Amen. 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 So let's finish this story out. So, 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 so the revival came back to uh, David's house by the way of Obed-Edom. And it says, then David danced before the Lord with all his might. And David was wearing a linen ephod. This is how you honor the presence of the Lord. With all you got. With all your might. And you let nobody turn you around from that. Even David's wife tried to turn him away from dancing like he danced. His most intimate partner tried to dissuade him or tried to criticize him for dancing the way he did. And David had to snap back at her. He had to clap back at her. He clapped back at her with a good one. He, I know, he told her, I told her I've been watching too much of that love and hip-hop stuff that come across Facebook. And he clapped back at her. He, he basically told, he told her, he told her, you know what? Your daddy didn't put me, Saul didn't put me in this position. It was God that did it. Hallelujah. When you know God put you somewhere, can't nobody take you from that place. Hallelujah. When God did it, I'm, I'm done now. We can stand up. We going home. When God did it, he did it. Not no other man. No, when revival comes in your house, it's because he wants to come into your house. Hallelujah. Nobody else. Man cannot dictate whether you get revival or not. Hallelujah. Revival is not dictated based on my words alone, but revival is dictated on God, his, his presence, and his wanting to be there. Hallelujah. God did not want to be in the city of David any old kind of way. That's why he allowed that oxen to stumble, because he didn't want to be there any old kind of way. He wanted to be there in the reverence in which he deserves. Hallelujah. Come on, y'all ain't standing to y'all feet. I'm, I'm done. I'm really done. Hallelujah. So revival to come back into his house. Can we just give God the biggest praise that we can to honor the Father that's ready to come into your house? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's ready to come into your house. He, did, he never wanted to be at Obed-Edom's house. But he just had to park there for a little while until you can get it straight. Revival is in a house. Liberty revival is in a house.
Revival is in the house because you didn't give up. Revival is in the house because you didn't give in. But revival is in the house because you know how to honor God. Hallelujah. Because of your honor and your respect for the Father, God is in the house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 2021 and 2020, you had every excuse. The church of God had every excuse of why to give up. Come on, landlords was letting us out of our lease. <laughs> they was letting us go. We could have got out of this unscathed. We had an excuse. The people of God, wouldn't have, they wouldn't have put their mouth on and say, well, maybe God didn't call you. They would have just said, oh, it was COVID. But you didn't give up. You kept the vision. You kept on going. You persevered. You stayed in the race. God is going to bless you. God is going to honor you. Because the glory of the Lord is in the house. Hallelujah. The glory has returned to the city of David. The glory has returned to the city of God. The glory has returned to Forestville. The glory has returned to Upper Marlboro. The glory has returned to the city of Washington, D.C. The glory, the glory, the glory has returned. Hallelujah. 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 Ooh. Hallelujah. 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 David danced before the Lord when he knew the glory was coming. He danced. His dance got him in preparation. His dance prepared his heart. His dance prepared the people that the glory is coming. The glory is coming. The glory is coming. The glory is coming. in church. <laughs> y'all heard all the cliches. Y'all heard all the bumps. But believe me here this year, in this January of 2021, that the Lord is doing something new. 
The reason things happen the way they happen is because the Lord had to reset some things. He had to reset some things. Now he's opening our eyes to the newness now. He's opening our eyes to the change. Don't be dismayed. Don't be discouraged. Raise your faith. Allow your faith. Allow your faith to explore how much God has, not only for you, but for your region, for your sphere of influence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know you heard it all before, but this time is different. Hallelujah. This time is different. This time is different. Somebody shout, the glory is here. The glory is here. The glory is here. The glory is here. you, but I don't know 
know Pastor Willie saw the name of the church when he came in the door. The Bible, the, the name of the church is the city of David. The ark came back to the city of David. Liberty is found in the city of David. Vision is found in the city of David.
God a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus, I told you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of men, neither the depth nor the height of the things that God, ah, Jesus, 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 yeah, 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 somebody worshiped out of something right there, somebody praised out of something right there, what you've been praying about in your closet, what you've been talking to God about, he just released the provisions for you. I'm not just saying that to be politically and religiously correct. Something just broke in here. I don't know about your life. I don't know what you're dealing with, but something just broke. Yeah, yokes were broken. Yeah, chains were broken. Yeah, things were shifted. All because the glory has returned to the house. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Let, let, let me say this. Let me say this. And, and I want to get, oh, Jesus. Listen, I would be remiss if we did all this praise, if we did all this worship. And somebody in here has not given their life to Christ. Yeah, somebody learned how to play church. Somebody learned how to go through protocols. Somebody learned how to do the two steps. Somebody learned how to say the right thing. But without relationship, it means nothing. Without relationship, there is no access. You, you, you learn how to dance. You learn how to talk. You learn how to open your mouth. But without access, without relationship, there is no access. And because God requires relationship, let me put it to you like this. If I go build a cup holder, and I sit that cup holder in my house. I may have created that cup holder, but that cup holder has no 